on Zinte, we don't know. I must stress, we don't know if that is 100% true. Honestly, it's not like I follow him around in his life and go, hey, what are you doing this week? What are you doing next week? Or even like just follow him around with a camera and see everything that he does. So I'm going to say it's alleged. It's said that he did this, he did that. We can't guarantee for sure and say, hey, hey this is what he did. But he seems to do, he seems to have a little bit of a reputation, a little bit of a streak, more with cheating, but I haven't heard much with him being violent or whatever. But anyway, um, with this whole thing with his fiance, by the way, Nelly was his fiance. They were getting married. Whether she fell off, she jumped off, or she was pushed off, that question currently in our country is up in the air. Yeah, no one is sure what happened. Some people said they heard screams before she fell. So that, that also makes you think that if, if, if someone commits suicide, would they really scream? That's, I know it's debatable, but then I don't really think they would do that. And I don't want to say he did it or someone did it, but then most likely she must have been pushed because everyone on social media and, and anyone who's there in that hotel said there were screams. You know, it's only like there were arguments and things happened. So her death is yeah. not uncertain of what happened. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it is pretty uncertain. But um, listen to this. This is a voice note from one of our girls. Yeah, one of my friends. Check this out. So with the Nelly and AKA situation, it's very... I feel like it shows how blurred the lines can get between a an industry guy that's known to be aggressive, known to have a drug abuse problem and not the best person ever. And someone who has been suffering from mental illness for a very long time and I won't lie at first I came to the conclusion that it's AKA's fault and everything but then I took a step back looking at it from the dynamic or the perspective of they'll only show us what they want us to see nothing is really true everything is relative to perspective so people will show us an angle where it's AKA's fault and some people will show you an angle where it's Nelly's fault but for me truly I I just think it was a bad combination of the two and I think mental illness really took a toll on her and the lifestyle that AKA loved didn't help but at the end of the day she is a an adult and a human being that makes her own decisions therefore she knew what she was walking into yeah okay so hmm. That was a lot to take in, but honestly, we don't 100% know what their relationship was like, but because it looks all airy-fairy on Instagram or social media does not necessarily mean that it is. All of us that post on social media know that for a fact, that because it's all airy-fairy on your IG page doesn't mean your whole life is all airy-fairy like that. But anyway, I've got a jam for you. This is Beautiful Beautiful by Francesca Battistelli. Check this out. Hi, uh, my name is Johan Kruger. I'm with Creation Ministries International, and you're listening to Active Affirm. Awakening my heart 
But to Steady, what beautiful, beautiful that was a remix, and you heard it first right here on Active FM. And this is Jamie Musadi, and I am with Nindeni, and we're talking about the whole situation with AKA and Nelly. Yeah, like it's a lot to take in. Like, like, like she said, right on the voice note that yeah, we can never know basically because it's between the two people. They they're the only ones that know, of course, of what happened yeah. in the relationship, what happened before her death, and. It's like it's like basically whatever people post on social media, it's just for people to enjoy or think that yeah. they're happy, they're all good. Sometimes people are happy. Sometimes people share a post that is not even theirs. To be honest with you, have you seen that some people might post that they're in a restaurant, but then they might be lying. They just wanted to feel like they also have that money, they have that life, they're enjoying things, and especially there's a lot of pressure, especially when you hear couples talk about time before marriage. Because there's a lot of stress. They're dealing with a lot of things. Money's involved. Feelings are there. You know, you're asking yourself, do I really want to be with this person? Mm. And I think in this situation where you are dating, maybe let's just say a highly known person, like a celeb, who has a bad reputation like this. Yeah. There's a lot that goes through your mind. There's probably a lot of stress. And you're getting also like, you know, some hints and vibes from other people that, hey, but this guy was with me in the club yesterday. This was happening it's too much pressure, mm. honestly. I, I would recommend not dating a celebrity, to be honest with you, because you will never know basically what happens in their life. And there's a lot of drama that happens there. But I think if you pick your partner, you better know what you're going in there for. Yeah, well, you know what I think? With regards to dating or not dating a celebrity, I would think, you know what? They're people just like us and their jobs cause them to be more well-known than our jobs are. I mean, they're people that earn 
10 times more than celebrities like aka and they have average office jobs and you drive past them in the traffic and you're frustrated next to them in the traffic and you never notice why because they're not famous like aka is famous he's an entertainer you know and so hence he was going to be famous so if you're gonna date a celebrity i guess that's your business if you're up for whatever lifestyle they're living but that's the same for anyone else i would think it's just that like i think with the situation there's just there's almost two sides two sides on the let me say on the on the on our side the people that are watching yeah, all yeah. of this unfold and the first side is that there's like a oh no did we have a celebrity like i don't know commit gbv which is gender-based violence did he did he hurt her did he hurt another woman you know which right now is something that's that that's been highlighted in South Africa. It's something that's been happening for a very long time. But currently in the in the media, in social media, it's something that's been highlighted where women have been um and children have also just been abused by men. Not that women don't ever abuse men. Listen, I've heard of I've seen women that hit men. And I just think to myself, if it's not okay for him to touch you, it's not okay for you to touch him either. It's yes, assault. Yes, yes. So I don't know what's good for the gandal is good for the goose. If you ask me. So if it's okay for you to hit him, he can hit you back in self-defense. Would you like that? And if you wouldn't like that, then don't do it. That's, that's just me low key, like putting that out there. But that's like a worry. Is this something that's happening out there? And I think it's almost easier to crucify a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's it's always the case. If you're a celeb or a high-profile person, they're always going to crucify you. I mean, look at the incident with yeah. the pastor. Remember the guy from Hillsong? What happened to him? Everything was mm-hmm. about his scandal. It, yeah, no shame. one talked about his music, what it did for the church, what it did, you know, for... For a lot of people that looked up to him, no one spoke about that. They threw that all away and they just talked about what he did. He cheated. He slept with someone. He was unfaithful. Yeah. I think the only thing that I think I could just got to put this out there. I don't think it's okay to crucify people um, just because you haven't done that thing or because they're in the public eye. Maybe you even did what they did in a, just in a different light. But it's just that like when you are in the public light, you are putting yourself out there. When you are getting likes, know that dislikes are not far along. They're the same. Likes are someone else's opinion. If you are happy when you have 5 million likes, note that this is 5 million of someone else's opinion. Dislikes equally is someone else's opinion. It's just the opinion that you don't like. So when we are, when you put yourself in the public eye, note that these kinds of things, you know, if you half screw up, Hey, people are going to eat that up. So that's, that's the problem. So the other thing though for me is just that at the end of the day, while the media is running away with the story and you know, we are going on and on and on about it. My heart just goes out to the family. At the end of the day, I don't really know what happened there, right? But AKA lost, lost his fiance and there's a family that lost their daughter. And for them, it is something that is so hurtful it's so real imagine your sister or your brother or your cousin that you love so much and they jumped off fell off or were pushed off a balcony and you don't even know a hundred percent like hey this is what happened according to um according to new publications in south africa (sighs) nelly's dad doesn't believe that it was a suicide she, he doesn't believe, I almost said she, but he doesn't believe that it was a suicide. He believes something else happened. Mm, mm. And that's like with most of us as well that think that way because 
like like I'm saying, as as much as we know and we've heard about Nelly having uh, trouble uh, sleeping and having that um, depression and all that, I think something drove her as well and added to it because she was dating, you know, the celebrity. And mm. like you said, that there was also posts as well uh, you know about what? the abuse and everything. I mean, look, let, let's just analyze mm. this. If someone locks themselves in a room and they say, leave me alone, whether you like it or not, do not break the door. If you come and attack them or you're attacking the door, you obviously make them more anxious. Whether or not they were going to hurt themselves, I understand that, like, you know, sometimes it's one of those situations where you think, what if she hurts herself? Let me get in there quickly. But to us who's watching out there, we're thinking, look, you're going after her. You want to hurt her. You probably want to silence her. And you're probably going to, she's probably avoiding you because of what you did. Now you need to let the person breathe. Give them time. Give them space. I know there's a lot of things where we read as guys where if a girl says, let me go, you shouldn't let her go, get close to her and hug her. But sometimes listen, just listen to the person. If it's no, it's no. Do not force things. Yeah, I, I can agree. But that's that's such a tricky topic. But because you would assume that maybe she's trying to get away from him. And that's why then he should have stayed away. But also, I mean, there was the other video that came up where he's showing his trash department or whatever it is. And you can see that Nelly's not in a good mind space. You don't know 100% if she's high, if she's having an anxiety attack. I can't tell the difference between the two. Honestly, like if... She's, I don't know if she's high on something or if she's having an attack or if she's, you know, if there are mental issues that are just manifesting at that time, what the situation is. So there, there was that as well. So there's a fear that this person might hurt themselves. But then if this person has the camera to take photos and a video of you mm. breaking through that door, I doubt they're planning to hurt themselves. I, I seriously, I believe like that, that does not look like Hey, <laughs> that that looks yes, like yeah, things were just yeah. going down. Like like she didn't feel safe around this band. So that is just another question that arises. And so we're talking about toxic relationships. And so we've got a voice note for you from another one of our our friends, our friends right here on Active FM. If you want to be a part of our team, if you want to, just let us know, man. We'll ask you to voice note us on your yeah, opinion yeah. Oh, on what you're always open. So check this out. I believe she had a lot in her plate. Like she, she, she was going through serious things and worse, she was dating one of the like popular guys in a country. So like, there's a lot of things that you know could happen that she that happened actually that she couldn't like handle. Like for instance, like um, there could be a lot of girls claiming that you know he's having a relationship with them. You understand and. Yeah, also they do in some ways, like maybe he didn't like treat her nice because he's one of the top guys. So like, you know, she just like needed that like kind of like simple type of relationship, I guess. So she just like couldn't handle the heat. So that's why she had to commit suicide. Yeah, okay, so maybe she did have a lot on her plate to handle and these things just got messed up yeah, and things yeah, just I also became think the same. a lot. I what think do the you same think? Thing. Look, as much as we cannot really confirm like whether she had mental issues and all that, but from what we can gather from the media and everything, they said that she was dealing with a lot of depression. She was not um, not always happy or... As, as what we see on the media, of course. Like, you know, whatever people post sometimes... 
behind these uh, posts, there's people that are mm. sad, they're dealing with a lot of stuff. And it also shows that like money does not really fix anything. Whether you're dating a guy who's got millions or a lady that's got billions, she owns a corporation. Whatever, that's true. It doesn't really fix or patch up what's going in in your life because you can buy everything you want, you can spend on it, but then nothing can fix a heart basically and a mm. mind. You know, I think only Christ can save people. And no matter how people can be like, no, I'm married to the money. I need money in my life. With money, I can do everything. No, no. Some of these people are actually yeah. depressed. They work hard for that money. They're stressed out. So when you see them posting that they're in hotels and whatever, it's like I, they deserve that break. They wanted time off because they've been working so hard. And then they go back again to living their lives. So money can never fix anything. I think there was just a lot of pressure. Yeah, they, they might have been. I just don't know many people who face pressures and then... Like turn out this way But you know what depression is actually A real thing Depression is a real problem And I know I don't want to just say I don't know how to put it I don't have better words to put it But like sometimes in our black culture We almost want to skip over That there's such a thing as depression Now I, I know a lot less people In the black culture that are That are depressed Or let me say um, Lower income people, there are a lot less of us that are depressed or lots less of them, whatever. I don't know how to put it to be politically politically correct. But a lot less than there are depressed. Why? Because they're busy trying to make a living and move on and so on and so on. But often with people with money, they have a lot more time to think and to be depressed. Other people, listen, if I don't go and sell this fat cook, if I don't go and sell this, it's called fat cake. Um, I don't know how to call it in your language. It's like donuts. If I don't go and sell these donuts at 5 a.m. in the corner at in the morning, my kids aren't eating tonight. And so sometimes, you know, just because the focus is shifted that you don't really have as much time to really sit and think about yourself and so on or think to yourself. And so it may be different, but it's really it's just really sad that this is what happened to such a beautiful young lady. Depression is a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. And like, like you're saying that in the black community, especially like, you know, how most of us grew up, if you're stressed, your parents would hit you and tell you like, why yeah. you stressed? You got uniform, you've got this and you've that. Got food. We might make it as jokes, especially in South Africa. I'm not going to lie. South Africa, like there's a whole lot of memes and stuff that are so serious, but people take them as jokes. We can laugh about it now because we can say, yeah, we went through this. I'm now over it. But there's people that still go through Yeah, that's that. true. Your parents are hitting you saying, how can you be depressed? You got school. You have bread at home. You're not suffering like the other kids around Africa and stuff like that. But it's real. Yeah. Like they were probably depressed, but no one ever actually told them mm. that, hey, you're depressed. You know, you need some counseling. You need this. And if you open up as a black person to... Anyone else Then they say You know You're spreading news About That's your family so That's so true disrespectful. You know People deal with issues And they, they Especially if you're a guy If you're a guy And you, you're depressed People laugh at you Black people actually Laugh at you And say How can you be a guy And be depressed man Go get money You'll be fine Or go get some girls Sleep around with girls Sure that's fine. crazy And that doesn't work That doesn't work That's spreading your depression To other people Because you're damaging others You I, I'm not going to say Depression is not scientific But it's a spiritual thing. Mm. So people need to take caution that if you are depressed or dealing with something, it is spiritual most of the time. And if you go around and sleep with other people and say, I'm getting rid of it this way, you're spreading it. You are not fixing, you're not fixing it. it. You might even become worse because you, you're contracting what they have as yeah. well. Well, you know what? We've got a great track for you. This is called Show Me Love. Active FM Christ Music is hot music.
Active FM Christ Music is hot music. That track was called Show Me Love. And we are continuing on the topic of depression, on toxic relationships, and on what happened with AKA and Nelly, which is just a story yet to unfold. We've got another voice note from you. Check this out. Based off the information that is circulating on the internet, um, about AKA and Nelly Dembe, you can't really say much because the person whom is being spoken about is not here to defend themselves. So we don't know whether this is true or not. The reality is the only people who know what truly happened and what truly occurred was Nelly and AKA because they were in a relationship. We were never there when they were fighting. We were only there, or we were only we only heard of the good times um, that was happening in their lives. For example, their engagement, the Lobola process, even on the last day in which um, Nelly was alive, we noticed that they were together. They seemed happy all over um, their social media posts and their statuses. They were happy. They were posting each other. They were dancing. So. You can't really say much based on, you know, what's happening. You can have your own perspective on it, I guess. So, for example, I can say, Wuti, you know, um, because there was a video circulating of um, AKA trying to beat Nelly and Nelly locking herself up in a room and him... Damaging this door to open the door to get to Nelly. You can tell Uti, the relationship was to a certain extent physically abusive. But now, I think it was last night, there's new information circulating that um, on the day in which Nelly died, the cause of her to jump was because um, she had found out that AKA was sleeping with uh, Deleuze's baby mama. Deleuze happens to be... Um, his best friend. So there's so much I can say. There's so much everyone can say. There's so much, you know, opinions that we can hear. Um, there's so much, like, more news can come out. I mean, Nelly's friends have spoken. Deleuze has spoken. Like, so many people have spoken. But the reality is we will never come to a conclusion because the person who is being spoken about, unfortunately, is not even here to defend themselves. So, hey man, it's a very tricky situation. I just think that it's unfair that sources only spoke after her death. If everything happens to be true, why is it that sources are only speaking out after her death? Why didn't they speak out before she had died? Why did they wait for her to jump? If so, she did jump. If she did jump by her own or if a gay pushed her or whatever, why is it that they're only speaking up now? Why couldn't the friend, as a friend, if my best friend were to be in an abusive relationship, obviously I would warn the guy, Gucci, listen, if you're going to continue beating this hand up, I will, in a way, threaten your reputation because... It's not right what you're doing. So, 
Hey, man. It's a very tricky situation. I hope this helped. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So at first she thought that like, you know, no, it's him. Then she thought maybe not. And then she thought maybe, you know, the issue she was going through and his lifestyle just was not a good mix. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Like, like she said on the voice note as well, we take things from different perspectives. If the media says this guy committed a crime, we're all going to follow that. Obviously, most of us are going to say, yeah, yeah, that's what they all said. You know, like we never take it into consideration mm. of what happened. Who else aside we're also going to take or which other perspective, but also seeing that this guy's got a bad reputation. He's arrogant. He's just so full of himself and he always calls himself the number one best. You know, he can, and also like, you know, the previous voice note that we got from our male uh, listener as well, where he said, there's also claims of girls, you know, that say, yeah, he's my guy. He's all that with celebrities. It's most common that they can obviously tell you that I can replace you. If you were a problem in the relationship, those girls that want him in the DMS, there's girls that would actually like sell themselves to him. Like, you know, they wouldn't mind actually just being with him. So, I feel like there's also a lot to take, especially in, in, when you look at that, that like this person can actually get whoever they want, not whoever, but most girls would fall for them. Yeah. You know what? I think I want to just pull back to the statement you meant earlier. You said earlier and you spoke about how depression is actually spiritual. And I've just got to so agree 100% with you. So firstly, I've been through my depression. I have you and it was not fun. I'm so glad that I broke out of it. Yo, it's hectic. But anyway, um, maybe I'll tell you a little bit more about that in another show because it's not about my depression seasons right now. But there was like, um, I was watching or where did I hear it? But I know Derek Prince, it was, I think it was Derek Prince and he was speaking about certain spirits and he spoke about the spirit of tiredness and the spirit of depression. Lo and behold, let me tell you what went down. So depression is actually a spirit. That there are spirits, there are demons looking for people to make them depressed. And there's a spirit of tiredness. Have you noticed how you can watch a movie for two hours straight, three hours straight, all night, baby, and you're going to be okay. You're like, not even tired. Start reading your Bible for 10 minutes and your eyes are just so heavy and you just want to sleep. And so Mm -hmm. I realized that, wait a minute, like this is so true in my life. And so um, I remember... One day I was going to like read my Bible and then as usual, I was battling to stay awake and I was falling asleep and I was fighting this sleep, but it was so overwhelming. And what would happen is that as soon as I put my Bible down, I just give it a few minutes and I'm up again. Like I don't feel tired anymore. So Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, hmm. And so what I did is that like out loud, I was like, I bind you spirit of tiredness and you have no place in my life. Can I tell you, I know I sound like I'm crazy, but Instantly, the tiredness was gone. Instantly, the tiredness was lifted. Like I was, it was as if it was 2 a.m. in the, 2 p.m. in the middle of the day and I had had a good sleep and I was awake and happy and fine. Like the tiredness just lifted and I realized Oh my gosh, I've had, I've been dealing with a demon of tiredness, a spirit of tiredness and depression is the same. It is because listen to a lot of people when you ask them, like, how you feel when you're depressed. They always say they feel mm. pressure, like they feel overwhelmed, like there's they feel like they, there's that, that much heat on their back. Like they just can't stand up straight. They can't do a lot of things. It sounds like maybe they're making things up. But when you listen to them carefully, you're like, 
But these people have a common thing. They're always tired. They always want to sleep. They're always just feeling like, you know, yeah. sluggish. They never want to be active. They never want to talk to people because this thing covers their body, their mouth. They can't do a lot of things. And only way to deal with it, talk to someone, speak to a pastor at least. And someone that you know that they're Christian, they're born again, they can help you. Even a psychologist. I yeah. Yeah. They might not always be born again or Christian, but they can help you as well. Like professional counseling does work. Yeah, it does. It does work to to an extent if you're getting counseling. But I would definitely say prayer. You've got to start praying. And the second thing I would say is that bind the demon of depression. Decide that I will no longer be depressed, that God has given you the victory and you're binding this demon by the name of Jesus and or you're binding the spirit by the name of Jesus. And that's how I got out, actually. I can't tell you how easy it is to slip into depression. And before you know it, you're depressed. You don't even know you were depressed. And this is now where you're standing where life just sucks you live every day and you hate life and you want to die and you wish you could just disappear and you you think of every possible scenario but i don't know it was just crazy you've got to bind the demon of 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 um of depression and like like me Denny said he's so right go and speak to someone and if you don't know how to do it or if you don't know what to do or whatever speak to someone and have them pray for you and say i am depressed i need you to pray for me and step out in faith and believe that god is going to heal you of it you know i believe that satan wants to kill off so much potential and so many dreams and how does he do it depression because when you're depressed, you're immobilized. And the funny thing about depression is that this person can have everything in the whole wide world. You can have all the money. You can have the perfect relationship. You can have the perfect family. And for some reason, it's just, it just doesn't cut it. You're still not happy. And it's not because this is not enough or it's not what you're looking for. It's not what you need. It's just because you are completely blinded to everything that is good and everything that you, that you have going for you. And it's just, yeah, you're blind to it. It's not that you're an ungrateful sag of a person. You just don't see it right now. And most of the time, like I'm saying that they approach as well. You know, when people approach you, I, I know that like, especially like for black people, I'm just going to say it out loud that the way people approach a black person saying that they're depressed, they make fun of you. They're going to say a lot of things. But I would say be strong no matter what they say to you, no matter what they do to you. But just as much yeah. as it might be heartbreaking or it's just something that you don't feel like you can talk to someone, but talk to someone about it. For the fact that someone pointed out that, but you seem depressed. Why are you always sleeping? You know, there's always that question that like parents will ask, why are you always sleeping during the day? What's your problem? Yeah. Why are you never going to work? Why are you never doing this? Just realize and, and think about it. I might be depressed and there's nothing wrong actually with speaking some with someone and saying, look, I might be depressed. What do you think? And get to know yourself as well. Like, let them take the perspective of seeing you from yeah. their side and saying, no, but you seem okay to me. Maybe it's just this and that. And you might get out of it. It might not even be depression, but speaking to someone always helps. Do not cover up things on the media and post that you're happy when yeah. you're not. There's a lot of fake things out there. I could post a meme about me being happy or being excited about a car that I just got. Meanwhile, I don't even have it. I could just be lying just because I wish I had this thing and I'm That's struggling true. in life or whatever. But just talk about it with someone. You know, another thing for me is just that a, tell a telling sign is that when you're sleeping a lot, like during the day at night all the time, you're just sleeping. You yourself know mm. why you're sleeping. And if you are sleeping because sometimes... 
being unconscious is better than being alive, you're probably depressed. If you're sleeping because dreams, your dreams are better than what your life is right now and you just want to sleep it off because, I mean, you've got, you feel like there's nothing else to live for. Why be awake? Then you are probably depressed. It's a, it's a definitely a telling sign. When I've gone through my seasons of depression, I often didn't have time to sleep because I, I gotta work. I gotta make that dough. So I don't have time to sleep as much, but I can remember feeling just like I'd rather be unconscious than be conscious of what I'm living with right now. And you're a living testimony, Jamie. At least there's someone out there that can admit that like, look, I've gone through this and this was my solution. These are my remedies. And you can also apply it in your life and see where it takes you. Yeah. Well, you know what? For Nelly's family, our hearts really go out to you. I mean, you've lost a daughter. And there is... I feel like also, let's not add our spices in the media about, oh, no, we think this, we think that, you know, speculations. Especially when people are making false claims, which I believe there are many false claims. I mean, we've heard many claims that have come around. We don't know which ones are true, which ones are false, you know. But a family is hurting right now. And so just from our hearts to yours... I've lost a brother and you're to this day. I still cry. I still cry because I lost my big brother. And so for that family, we, we get it. We understand. And we're sorry that you lost her this way, you know? Yeah. So this is us on Active FM before Jamie gets emotional. I mean, Danny, do you understand us out of the song? Yeah. Yeah. I've got active worship, inception, visions, and dreams. Yeah. Check this out. Goodbye. <laughs>
Three, two, 